Hey, this is Sharon, and in this episode, I'm going to give you a 23-minute crash course in crypto, cryptocurrency, what to invest in, where to invest it, and when to invest it. I'm going to give you the exact playbook that I built for my 10-year-old son. I'm going to break it all down for you, and it starts right now. One thing is for certain. Just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivata, and welcome to Business School. All right, today I'm going to give you a crash course on investing in crypto, cryptocurrency. Now, it doesn't matter whether you believe in it or don't believe in it. It doesn't matter whether you think it's a hoax or whether you think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You still need to know what exists and how it works. And to do that, the best way to do that is to actually go through the process of learning about it, investing in it. But most of us don't want to do that. And even if you have been playing around, there's probably a better way to do it. But before I say any of that, Let me give you the disclaimer. This is not financial advice. What I'm going to tell you is what I actually taught my son. So yes, I do this for my family and I'm going to walk you through exactly what I taught my son. I hope this is informational for you. And as you listen to this, it gives you some ideas so that you can go talk to your family and your professional financial advisors, get their guidance on what is best suited for you so that you can then go do what is best for you. Uh, as my wife would say, under no circumstances on any topic under under the sun, should you listen to me for anything, right? So please take that as uh, as 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 notice while we get into a little crash course on crypto and exactly how I'm teaching my son how to do this. Now, uh, if you're new to the crypto game, then here's what it is. You can't be new anymore because it's here to stay. Imagine you know, kind of 15 years ago when someone said, oh, you don't have an email address. Like, that's weird, right? Crypto is like that. Everyone is in the crypto game in some way. They want to say something. They're invested in some way. They're thinking about it. You, you're, you're either thinking about it or you've already done it. And the craziest part is this. Most people that I know are making decisions without having any knowledge of how to do anything. And most people are, don't like the space because they're like, oh, I don't understand it. And so what I want to teach you today is exactly how I'm teaching my son, who's 10 years old, on how to invest in crypto. I'm actually doing exactly this step-by-step with him. And I thought that what I'm sharing with him uh, would be a playbook that I can share with you so you can consider it and build upon it on whatever suits you. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through three very specific things. Number one, what to invest in. Number two, where to invest And number three, when to invest, right? That's what people are thinking. Hey, what do I actually invest in? Where do I go to do this? And when should I actually do this? And so those are the three big things that I want to talk about today. And please, 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 this is a function of exactly what I'm teaching my son, right? So I want you to understand that I am not uh, trying to make a buck in crypto. Like my son is 10 years old. I want to teach him... um, what I believe is a thematic trend of how crypto is going to work for years to come. And so we have a 25 plus year horizon on this, what I call asset class and how we're getting exposure to it. 
and I'm, everything that I share with you today is exactly, exactly how we're doing it for him. And hopefully that gives you and some information, some understanding of, of it all. Now, uh, if there's any piece of advice that I gave him, let me tell you the two words that I gave him that I think will benefit you, right? It is push buttons. <laughs> That's all it is. Push buttons. The fastest, since crypto is such a digital currency or is a digital kind of asset class, the way to learn it, the way to understand it, the way to make it work for you is to actually push buttons. If you don't push the buttons, you won't really know. You could do research till you're blue in the face, but at the end of the day, you have to push some buttons. And the way you do this is actually doing it. And the nice part about this asset class is that you don't have to spend a lot of money or time or resources getting exposure to it. You can do it for the smallest amount of time and resources and understand what it can do for you and how it actually works. So the same advice that I gave my son, I'm going to give you is to push buttons, right? To, to everything that I tell you about today is going to be about this exact theme, which is learning to push buttons. So let's jump in to these three topics, what to invest in, where to invest and when to invest. Let's talk about what to invest in. Uh, as I told you, I was going to share with you the exact plan that I'm sharing with my, with my son. And here's what we are putting in a portfolio for him, right? I'll give you percentages. We're only investing in two things. We're only investing in two things. We're investing in Bitcoin, which is the ticker BTC. And you'll hear people say BTC often, which they mean traditional Bitcoin. And the second is ETH, which is Ethereum. Uh, I'll explain very quickly what each of these are so that you have a sense of what they are. And you can do more research if you would like, but I'll tell you exactly how we think about it, right? So we are investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum in 25, 75%, 25% Bitcoin, 75% Ethereum. That is the allocation that we're going after for my son. And here's how it works. We are buying 25% in Bitcoin and the rest 75% we're buying in Ethereum. And we're, our plan is to hold it uh, for at least for at least eight plus years till my son's 18. So he has another eight year runway on him. We're, we have zero plan of doing anything in the, in the next eight years of doing anything but buying this asset. There is nothing else we're doing. And that is our plan. Let's talk very briefly about Bitcoin. Uh, it may help for you to go to Bitcoin.org, I believe is the site, uh, Bitcoin.org. And it'll give you a lot of like good stuff about the, the currency itself. It's a digital currency. And don't overthink it. The reason what I'm suggesting you to do is to buy it and then learn it as opposed to learn it and then buy it, which is what I told my son. Let's, you will, we care more uh, about something that we already own. So for example, if I was going to get my son a puppy, right, I wouldn't get him a puppy and then teach him how to take care of the puppy. What I would do is I would get him, uh, I would take him to a friend's house and see how he played with the puppy for a few hours. I then would offer to you know, dog sit for my friend when he went out of town and have my son take care of the puppy. I would have my son spend, you know, uh, if we go on a trip, maybe, and my friend brings his puppy along, I would have my son and, you know, work with the puppy, take care of the puppy, take the puppy on a walk, you know, pick up the puppy's poop, whatever. Right. I'm, we take ownership of the things that we already own. And we don't, otherwise, we spend an insane amount of time in analysis paralysis. We're like, oh, let me go research the stock. I don't think the right time is to buy it today. Or if I bought it, what would happen? Oh, I, I, you know, I got FOMO that I missed out on it. And all these things happen in our head. So I believe that the more we own, the more we care. And even if we own almost a very, very small amount, 
you just own it. And so I'm of the mindset for my son to help him understand this is to own the asset. And all I'm teaching him is to own more of this asset. And that's it. We're just going to buy. And the more he looks at it, the more he buys it, the more he pushes the buttons, the more he learns. Uh, Let me tell you why I like these two these two cryptocurrencies, one Bitcoin and the second Ethereum. Uh, I like Bitcoin because it is the OG of them all. Uh, I like it because there's only 21 million Bitcoins ever minted. There's only going to be that 21 million, meaning that is the denominator is fixed. It's not like the United States government. And, and by the way, this is not an economics lesson where I have to change the amount of currency in circulation to manage inflation or spur the economy or anything like that. This is an asset. There's only 21 million of this. In fact, I see this, a lot of people talk about Bitcoin as being digital gold. I don't see Bitcoin as being digital gold. I see Bitcoin as being digital land. Because if you assume that in the world, there were only 21 million pieces of land, right, available, and and those 21 million pieces were just being traded over and over again, just like what's happening to real estate, because there's more and more demand for that 21 million uh, pieces of land, then the denominator being fixed, and which is when you, as soon as you fix a supply, the only thing that can change is demand, right? If you think about it, if you can fix supply, the only thing that can change is demand. So it is my long-term thesis that's with fixed supply, not a digital gold, but digital land sorts, right? Because they're not making any more of it. With fixed supply, the only thing that can fluctuate is demand. And as the world is changing, and becoming more digital, I believe that there's going to be more digital demand for the Bitcoin asset class. And so that's my thematic view on the world. And so that's what I'm teaching my son to do, right? So super simple. All we're doing is buying Bitcoin. Um, There is, since there's 21 million Bitcoin available, uh, you can buy a piece of it. In fact, you don't have to buy it. I think Bitcoin, as we're talking right now, is trading in the $60,000 a coin range. We're going to I look back and be like, wow, that was really cheap. But there have been stories of people paying 10,000 Bitcoin for a pizza, right? That 10,000 Bitcoin for a, pay, for a pizza, where now Bitcoin, one Bitcoin is $60,000. Like that's crazy, right? All that happened in a matter of just three to four years. It is the fastest rising asset class that has ever happened in humanity. So it's worth you pushing some buttons and learning about it. Now, what about Ethereum? If you need to know uh, about these, you should know at least about these two. They call them the stable coins. Uh, most of the market tracks Bitcoin and Ethereum. I almost think about them as the Dow Jones and the S&P 500. The most of the markets track these two coins. And so you should know who they are and how they work. Ethereum, on the other hand, is completely different. Ethereum, on the other hand, is actually a, um, a currency platform. And it is built around... Uh, developers who are building, who are using the protocol and the currency to build various applications to power crypto-based uh, transactions. So if it's, if it's you know, um, transferring crypto back and forth, if it's, you know, buying and selling NFTs, it, if, it, but the, if, if it is uh, transferring one coin to another coin, if it is uh, buying digital art, if it's whatever it may be, the Ethereum has become the baseline currency for any kind of transfer of any if, of monies on the internet. Uh, and so I like Ethereum for that reason, because people are building more and more applications on Ethereum and starting to become the de facto play. That's all I want to say when you, someone says, well, what are you buying? I'm like, well, this is what my son and I are buying. 
we're buying 25% Bitcoin and 75% Ethereum. It doesn't matter what you and I think. I'm just telling you what we are doing. So you're welcome to consider that. You're welcome to go 50-50. You're welcome to buy neither. But please know that we, we, we have dabbled in the altcoins. We've dabbled in the crap coins. We've dabbled in a lot of the emerging coins. We've dabbled in the, uh, you know, what is it? The, 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 the meme coins. We've dabbled in all of those. And it has worked. Some have worked. Some have not worked. We've lost a bunch of money. We've made a bunch of money. But net-net, I don't sleep very well. Uh, for a long-term play, I prefer to own that, own this as for, for my son, right? So from a what-to-invest-in perspective, we own Bitcoin and Ethereum, and that is all we own right now, all right? Here's number two, where to invest, where to invest. Like, how do you even get started in all of this? Well, I will tell you this. If you can actually use your mobile phone and you've used one or two apps, you can invest in cryptocurrency. It is that easy, They've made it that easy. They want you to do it. And that's why it is they've made it that easy. So my suggestion would be you have one of two options. I'll tell you what we do. And you're welcome to do whatever you want. Uh, there, there's a couple of The way you buy cryptocurrency is you do it on an exchange. Right? That's the terminology for it. So what is the exchange? Uh, there's a couple of apps that provide access to these exchanges. Uh, one, the most common of them is Coinbase. And, uh, and the other one is Robinhood. It, they're different in a lot of ways, but you still get to own the asset. So here's how it works. You download Coinbase, you download Robinhood, you set up an account, you go through the process, you wire some money in or set, you know, you connect your bank account. Once you've done that, you can go ahead and make a purchase of Bitcoin or Ethereum right on your app. That's all you have to do. I would not overthink it. I would not overdo it. And my suggestion is if you're interested in getting in access to the space, if you're interested in learning about how this works, you should not just read and have this close-minded view of, oh my gosh, real estate is great and Bitcoin sucks. Like you should not have that view. My suggestion is you don't understand it until you own it. The more you own it, the more you understand it. And you may dislike it and that's fine. But you, once you start pushing the buttons, the better you'll start to feel. And that is the easiest way to get exposure. Most people can't own real estate because it's going to, you've got to put money down, you've got to get a loan, you've got to get, uh, you know, someone to take care of the house, you've got to rent it, you've got to do all of those things to own real estate as an investment. And once you have it, you understand it, you understand the nuances of how it works, the process is long. But when it comes to buying Bitcoin on an exchange, on an app like Coinbase or an app like uh, Abra or an app like, uh, you know, uh, Robinhood, it gets very easy because it gets, it gets very easy because once you, once you have it, uh, you you push the buttons on making it work for you, which is really, really good. Uh, the funny part is I've actually used both Coinbase and I've used both Robinhood. They're really easy to work. And the nicest part is this, you can start with any amount. You don't have to buy a full Bitcoin or a full ETH as they call it. You can buy pieces of it. You can buy fractional shares of it. And it gets super, super fascinating because you get to push the buttons and buy it. And you could start for, I know $100 is a lot of money for a lot of people. You could start with $50 and buy some Bitcoin and see how it works for you. Go through the process. When you own it, you will pay more attention to it, right? And that's, that's when, like, you know, there's a great saying, when you pay, you pay attention. And this is where you're saying, if you really want to learn it, instead of just reading up blogs about it and looking at conspiracy theories on it, pay, spend a little bit of money and see if it's the right fit for you, right? If you're really serious. So I talked about what to invest in, Bitcoin and Ethereum. I talked about where to do it on an exchange. You have to do it on an exchange. And so that is um, Coinbase and Robinhood are the most common ones. You can, you can look at others as well. But third, when? When do you buy something like this? When? And 
here's a couple of things that you need to know. Unlike the traditional stock markets, Bitcoin and Ethereum and crypto trade in 24-hour markets. So you could literally sell it whenever you want. You, know, you can buy it whenever you want. You could do whatever you want with it and you could get instant liquidity. That's the cool part. I like it for a lot of ways because there is instant liquidity, meaning you could literally sell your Bitcoin right now and get the cash. You could do whatever you wanted with it. But, but if even, even stocks, right, if you owned 100 shares of Apple, to get your 100, as of today, to get Apple, you know, to, to sell your 100 shares of Apple and get your cash, they call it T plus three settlement, which means you sell your Apple today, it shows up in your account, but it doesn't settle for another three business days. And only then can you actually withdraw the cash. Bitcoin, you can do it right now, right? That's the 24-hour liquidity market that there is. But comes with that 24-hour liquidity is 24-hour volatility, right? If the, the stock markets work from, you know, business hours in New York City on East Coast time. Well, outside of the stock market time, there's no volatility, right? Apart from the futures markets and things like that, which is, which is fine. But the average, the generally speaking, you know, for, for if, you, if you kept aside the futures market, et cetera, and how worldwide markets work, there's no, you, you have business day volatility on your stocks. But with the crypto market, you have 24 hour volatility. And that's wild, right? So with that, it become, it asks, it begs the question, like, when do you buy? And I'll tell you this, timing is very hard. Timing is very, very hard. Like you have no idea when to buy. Like I have no idea. So there's two ways in which I often uh, recommend uh, myself and my children <laughs> to buy. And here are the two ways. I'll tell you what we did with my son. The first way is uh, you say, okay, next time Bitcoin takes a 10% drop, I'm going to buy it. So you just make a statement. That way, you know, you're just not buying anything for now. And you're waiting until a 10% drop happens. So let's say there's a day and Bitcoin takes a 10% drop. Now you go buy it then. So you've, you've made a pre-made a decision on when you're going to actually get exposure to the asset class. The second is, if you don't want to do that and it's kind of bobbing along, uh, this is what I recommend and we call it dollar cost averaging. Dollar cost averaging, there's a lot of stories around this, but dollar cost averaging is, is a way to give ourselves mental peace. There's stories around whether it's good or bad or ugly. All of that is interesting and I don't care. I'll tell you what I do for my son and you can do whatever you want, right? The second way we do it is dollar cost averaging, which is we say, okay, we're going to buy $100 worth of Bitcoin every week on Wednesday. Think about that for a second. We're going to buy $100 worth of Bitcoin every week on Wednesday. So it doesn't matter what the price is. You can actually tell Coinbase or Robinhood or whatever exchange you're on. You say, you call it a recurring buy. You say, I'm going to connect up my Chase account or Wells Fargo account or Bank of America account. And you say every week on Wednesday, I'm making it up, by the way, I'm going to spend $100 and buy Bitcoin. You just do that. You set it and you're done. So every week, regardless of what the price is, it's going to buy. And over time, you're going to win because you're going to keep buying over time. And the asset class, hopefully, if it's the thematic view is higher and you know that in, in 10 years, it's going to be better than where it is today or higher than where it is today, you win, right? That is one way of investing on autopilot. And so there's two ways of getting into it. One is waiting for the drop but making sure you've predetermined what that drop is. And two is dollar cost averaging into it. Uh, I have recommended this for my son, and that is often what we do. There is a simple small amount that we've set aside for a weekly purchase or a recurring purchase uh, on one of the exchanges. And then it just automatically buys. And that way we know every week that regardless of where the market is, our budget, we've set aside this investment budget and it just keeps buying. And over an eight year period, along with the growth and the accumulation of the asset class, hopefully my son will do well, right? So those are the three things, what to invest in, Bitcoin and Ethereum, where to invest in it. And one of the exchanges, you can use, you can look at Coinbase, you can look at Robinhood, et cetera. 
I'll put some links in the show notes that you can click in and look at it. And, and number three, when to invest in it. The problem is there's 24-hour markets, which means timing is really hard. So one, you can wait for a drop, predetermined drop, and then go buy it at that time. And the second is you would do a dollar cost averaging, which is you would take the dollar and the cost of the dollar and you would average in over time, right? That's what you would do. All of this said, right, investing is, is tough. And one thing that I didn't tell you what I did with my son is that uh, we've been talking about money a lot, right? We, I want to make sure that he's comfortable with the concept and the construct of money. And um, the, I find that it's really sad. None of us have been given an education on money. Like we, the thing that we know from our parents is, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. And, you know, I, I have to like ask for an allowance and things like that. And we think that we're being good stewards by giving our ch- children, hey, you know, um, I had to work really hard for it. So you need to as well. I, that's all really great. And I understand that. And I appreciate that. All I'm saying is it is important to know how to think about money so that you don't just think about money based on how you were influenced by it. Most people's perspective on money is based on how they grew up. And if, and and it doesn't, I'm not saying like my parents are fantastic, but they grew up in a certain economic strata. And so they had certain views of that and, and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's very easy for those views to be passed down to us and our children and our children, uh, thereby completely stunting the financial bloodline of our families. And we shouldn't do that, which is why I built this, uh, this training program that I give my private clients and I call it the money multiplier system. Literally the idea explains to you how, my, how to think about money, where to make it work for you, how to put it together and how to, how to actually share it with, your friends, your family, and, and your network. Because the more you can talk about it, the easier it is, right? Um, and if, you, if you're interested in that, I make this course available from time to time on my, on my website. It's uh, moneymultiplier.info, moneymultiplier.info. Go check it out. If you think it's good for you, grab it. I think it'll help you and your family. Uh, but without knowing that, there is no reason to invest in anything. We need to have a good construct for how we think about money first. And I want to share my ideas with you so that you can take those. You can share those with your financial advisors and come up with your own. Because unless you have a foundation for how you think about all of this stuff, it's, it's, really, it's going to be really hard going forward. And you're going to be stuck in the rat race of, rat race of economics, which, uh, you know, no, no, one, no one will ever tell you how to get out of. All right. Here's the final recap. The way you learn to invest and get a crash course in crypto is by doing these two words, push buttons. Push buttons, push buttons, push buttons. It's no different than learning how to work your new Mac. It's no different than learning how to work your iPhone. It's no different than learning how to work a CRM system. It's no different than learning how to work the uh, Bluetooth in your car. It is, you learn this by pushing buttons and the world has made it so accessible to us to push buttons so much easier without having to get in a, you don't have to go buy one stock for $700,000. So you don't have to do that. You can get it for a small amount, but just by pushing buttons, you can learn how to do this. And I would talk to your financial advisor to see learning how to do this was the right fit. And if you get a, uh, and see if it's the right fit for you, but learning how to do this will give you a lot of perspective because when you own it, you learn it. Say it again. When you own it, you learn it. Um, I have two quick tips for you before you go. Number one, there's probably somebody in your network, maybe a thought, it may be your parents, your uncles, your aunt, your friend that needs to hear this episode Share with them. Just say, hey, listen to this. Let's put 50 bucks in it and see how it works. But talk to your financial advisor first. And number two, before you do any of this, if you want to come up with a great foundation for yourself, get the money course. Uh, it's moneymultiplier.info. See if that's helpful to you. Gives you a chance to build a great construct for how to think about the world economically so that you can overlay your hard work 
your dreams, your aspirations, all on top of it. Once you do that and uh, start pushing some buttons, I think you'll learn a lot about what crypto has to offer and how you think about money overall. Have a good one. Catch you on the other side. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go, just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free, just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com. Dot com.